Welcome back to Rogue's Nerdery. If you're trying to reach June, please hang up the phone. <laughs> Press 1 for a good podcast. Press 2 for a bad podcast. Press 3 for Rogue's Ooh. Nerdery. <laughs> <laughs> Again, listener, we have managed to break our way out of the old time capsule. We're real busy trying to scrap together uh, the lost episode. Uh, unfortunately, we couldn't. We find lost it. ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> that uh, that voyage took us to somewhere in the Caribbean, presumably. I guess. Uh, wait, where's somewhere funnier? Arctic? The jungle. The jungle. Down under. Down under. <laughs> Deep into the tundras of Australia. We're back. We got lost in Baldur's Gate. Yeah. Yeah. You know, actually, that one would be really believable. That's <laughs> the truth. Yeah. <laughs> At least for me. Priorities. Lost in the jungle of Baldur's Gate. But it's an expansive game. Yeah. Lots to get lost in. Yeah. Worthy of an episode sometime. Is there, is there, do we have anything, is there housekeeping? Other than just like addressing the, the gap? Are we going to plan mm. what we're going to win next time? Or is that going to be like a thing at the See, end? Planning um, doesn't mix that well with us. That's true. We, we definitely have stuff that we want to do. More ho- Castle Hogsweed eventually. Oh, absolutely. That's true. We got more rent. I'm not. I'm not having that time go to waste. Plenty of stuff to talk about. Baldur's Gate, Starfield, other stuff. Baldur's Cyberpunk. Gate. Cyber, cy- cyber, cyberpunk. Cyberpunk got its final update, so yep. it's, it's fully done. And the uh, anime. Yeah. Oh, it, a live-action show got announced for Cyberpunk, actually. Really? Yeah, set sure. in the same universe as the game, um, but not with any of the same characters. Oh. Huh. Any Constantine news? There is. I think, I'm pretty sure there's Constantine <laughs> news. Oh. Um, like, that too actually got confirmed. We might have dropped the gun at some point uh, around Ooh. episode two, but... Um, other than us reckoning with the fact that there was a lot of interest in it, not only it from strong, fans, maybe. but people, it was, but now it's getting made. I don't, I don't think we have to reckon with it. Or wait, you know what it is? There's a trailer, right? Yeah. Well, I know there isn't, there isn't, no, yeah. Oh, teaser. I don't even think there's a teaser. I think those are all fan made, but oh, shit. again, according to Screen Rant, which again, they do, do what you will with that. It is actually in production. Here's yeah. here's all I'm saying on the matter, right? If we jump the gun and it does eventually get made, we didn't jump the gun. We were just early. That's true. Well, we we're we're willing it into existence. I yeah. actually I think, oh, Grant yeah, we're leaving it into existence. That's the quote. All of the all of our listeners out there who are excited for um and all Constantine, our viewers, constant and our viewers, especially our viewers and our readers. Personally, I care mostly about our readers. Read that, that true and our. Mailers? I don't know. What else? Yes. What other kind of engagement can there be? Everyone on our mailers. Players? Oh, oh, all our Astro players. Projectors. Oh, yeah. All the real players out there. Um, and those in the live studio audience. We know you love uh, Constantine. Please flock to the interwebs and make it known. Um, wow. All, there's, it appears to <laughs> all only be three, three people in the studio audience today. <laughs> Usually it's much busier, I swear. But yeah, I'm so excited about Constantine too. That seems so exciting. So scratch uh, uh, your calendar. Go to your calendars and scratch off uh, anything I don't, pertaining I don't think to like a day. 
Uh, never mind. What were you gonna say? What are you scratching off on film? I was gonna say, forget about Craven. We're we're I, we're moving on. Wait a second. I don't think we've even talked about Craven on the pod. But I am fucking excited for Craven. I. Uh, I, it's coming out this uh, 2024, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Very well, soon. it got pushed back to 2024, I think. Either that or 2025. Oh. All I know is they got pushed back. Darn. Uh, that's, all I can, that's all I can say. Oh, I'm, I'm excited. Well, so what are, we do, what are we doing this week? All right. To this week, we have what we like to call Bargain Bin. Bargain Bin! Bargain Bin! Well, we gotta say it with conviction. Try one. Try one more time. Jeff. This time with meaning. The bargain bin. The bargain bin. <laughs> the bargain bin. Sometimes hard for us to decide on a game to do for a game episode, right? I feel like usually pretty. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. Especially for a game. So. I mean, the right decision. The time these days. The right decision then. So why don't we just do like three? And for that to work, it's gotta be smaller ones we can cover in a short period of time and. You know, ones that we don't need to make the whole entirety of the Rogue's Nerdery hosts yeah. play. Something simple. Are something simple. Something cheap. Well, I mean, one for each of us. But, I mean, I'm There's not going to get ahead, but... Okay, all right. I might be fitting more than one into my slot. Um, <laughs> oh, um, uh, that's not what I was laughing at. Although, it really? does work. Yes. Mm. So, we each find a game, $5 or less play it for a little bit or finish it all the way and then we're gonna each talk about it share what we found hell yeah bargain bin bargain bin bargain bin bargain bin come out and play yay well who wants to go first or talk about their experience choosing the, do we all name our games and then talk about them intermittently what, what how you want to attack this because uh i uh very unlike me. Waited until the last minute before remembering <clears throat> or being told that this is, in fact, what we were doing. So I had a perilous journey deciding what game I wanted to play. Many highs and lows. But, uh, yeah, we can come back around to that. You to do ahead of time. I've kind of known what I was going to do roughly since we came up with the idea for Bargain Bin. But there were a lot of other games that I considered doing and threw around with, but I kept coming back to the same one. Or I should say ones, because it's it's something iterative upon itself, and every iteration of it's less than a dollar, so I thought I might do a bit of a series. I searched through PlayStation Network for mine. Oh, nice. I figured it'd be different from what you guys have, probably on Steam, so... Want to talk about what our considerations were before we talk about what we actually chose? Because... I, I think I've, I've got some funny ones. Oh, just like different games that we looked at? Yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of disappointing ones. There were a lot of ones where I thought it was going to be $5. I was hoping to talk about Metal Slug, and then, like... There's a lot. Metal Slug is $7. Of, like, 2D side-scrollers, <laughs> which isn't that surprising, I guess. Or the, like, top-down, like, run around and shoot stuff. God, I was hoping yeah. to do, like... I was looking at one specifically that was yeah? kind of spooky-themed. Roguelite. And it's not the one you went with? Yeah. Curtis. It is? Correct. No, it's not. <laughs> what was it? What, what do you mean? I actually don't remember the name. It is on my <laughs> wish list. I could, like, paw through it and find yeah, it. If you want okay. me to? I yeah. barely remembered the name for the game I actually played. <laughs> oh. But now um, I remember it. There are also a lot of, like, little boomer shooters that only take, like, two or three hours to get through. And I want to do one of them, but they're all, like, most of them are somewhere between the $5 and $10 mark. That's I will say there was a lot of interesting 
thing. Like, at least description-wise, it got me interested, and then I looked at it, and I was like, oh, I don't think I can get through that. Yeah. <laughs> there were some that, when I started to play it, it was like, this one um, is going to take a little bit too long to uh, do it. I don't know if it technically counts. I know we kind of shied away from anything that's on sale. Um, but both of these well, games were on sale, and I did look at them, and they were... Uh, Something I was interested in doing, but it was two Suda 51 games. I think one was the 25th Ward, and another one was Killer 7. Actually, oh, don't I've quote me that the 25th Ward is Suda 51. I don't know if it actually is or not, but I think it was. But both were 4.99, and I was like, uh, this could be good. But when I looked up, it was like, eh, it might be like a 12 to 18 hour story. And I was like, I don't think I can just sit down and crank that out. I just tried to avoid anything that was free because it felt like that was kind of not necessarily... The spirit of it. It is balling on a budget, though. And then, yeah, and then there are some good sales on, on a lot of games that were, like, $20 or more that were only $5, but the sale is ending soon, so I didn't want to pick one of those. Yeah. Because I didn't want to be like, yeah, get this, and then the sale's over. I knew you were uh, iffy about that, because, like, in Discord, you were like, eh, if it's ending soon, I don't know. Yeah, it just felt bad. Part of me really wanted to do Cyberhook because it's like three something right now, but it's on a 75% off sale. So, you know, I, it, it would be done in a week and I wasn't sure if the episode was going to be out like a couple days before the sale ends. And that feels like it would be kind of scummy for the theme. That's that why it I did it. There's a game that I bought, but then I didn't go with it because of that situation. That said, if I ever had an opportunity to talk about Cyberhook, that game is fucking amazing. It's so simple. But it's like, it is literally the best that can be done with grappling hooks in a game. Well, we could do another edition where it's like under 20. We could. But then I'd probably be talking about distance, which is also in a very similar vein. But aesthetically, I like a lot more. I ended up doing one of each. One, one, one of each? Yeah, I have two games, actually. Interesting. Wow. One well. was one I had gotten on sale, but was not currently on sale. And another is one that's just under $5. Always has, probably always will be. Oh, I'm sorry. Really quick, I do want to say, I really, 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 really wanted to find I Spy Spooky Mansion. Um, <laughs> and I couldn't. It is a great game, but it is heard of it. not oh on Oh my Steam. god, I think I remember that from the library computer of my elementary school. Yes, yes. It was oh my a, god. a Scholastic Catalog original computer game. Uh, I don't know if it's original, but uh, I do know you could get it through that. Um, and I had a lot of memories with that, and since it was spooky season, uh huh, I really wanted to play that, and I couldn't find it. Uh, technically, it would have been a free game. I would have just probably had to run a virtual machine, and that felt a little disingenuous, more disingenuous than a free game. Well, well, it probably would be free. Well, it doesn't matter. More <laughs> disingenuous than other things, because that seems like a lot of work to just play a game from 1990. Yeah. I, I gotta admit, the thought crossed my mind to just, like, find some old games on Fightcade and call it a free game, but that's a little bit too much work to put someone through. Yeah, if, it, if you could just buy it on Steam, yeah. I would have done it in a heartbeat, but I am disappointed I want to mention that. Anyway, sorry, we, uh, who wants to go first? <laughs> want me to try to find you Spooky Mansion? Well, no. speaking of spooky right. and free, Callisto Protocols is free on PlayStation Plus. <gasps> is this... A, is this... Is no, it? not the game that I picked, but oh. I know that you were interested in it, and so was I, but I didn't want to buy it, so it's free now. Did you buy it? Yeah, it's oh. free. 
Are you going? Yeah, it's downloaded. It? I haven't played it yet, <gasps> but I will. That is exciting. I do really want to know about Callisto Protocol. That's the Dead Space. Yeah, the Dead Space knockoff. Knockoff? I thought it was the same. Is it the like same? developers? Well, it's kind of like they knock themselves off because it's like the same oh, thing, oh. but different. <laughs> I hope we had a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, I, editor, keep that in. <laughs> I'll have, to, I'll have to use that more often. I'm sure it's still probably good, though. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. It'll probably scare the shit out of me still. Yeah, I couldn't find Ice Spice Pooky Mansion. I guess I guess I will go first. All right. Um, you couldn't spy. No volunteers. I couldn't, but I went with a similar similar theme. This game is one ninety nine, I believe, and uh, it's called A Building Full of Cats. Really? And it oh, my God. It's basically... It's kind of just like an ice pie thing. You get to find cute little cat doodles. There's like five different levels. I also found uh, a rooftop level and a secret underground bunker level. Like kind of wow. had a bunch of like radioactive imagery and stuff. And I thought it was going to be really simple. It, it, it definitely was. But I enjoyed playing it. And there was like uh, a lot of like other content. There's like some secret cats I could find on the levels. Just finding the extra level in the first place. Um, so that was the, my under $5 game. The music was really good. It was relaxing. I like the color palettes on stuff. Worth yeah. the $2? Worth the $2? I think so. Would you play it again? Would I play it again? Without yes. the podcast? Yes. Uh, especially if you just need something, if you're like hanging out in a Discord call and you're just chilling, you don't have that much energy to like play a game. Um, this is a great thing to just amuse yourself with and also have other people participate, uh, in. It, it served what I was looking for pretty well. Hmm. Did you have other people watch you play and help I, you? I did. It was me and my sister. Okay. Well, that's kind of fun. It took us like two and a half, almost three hours to like do the whole thing. So it's not like a super long game, but it was relaxing and really chill. Well, that's like 30 cents to your hour. Is it the, the, uh, the dollar per playing dollar per, hour? Dollar per hour. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, uh, well, honestly, that passes then. Oh, yeah. That's not bad. Uh, was it the most involved game? Absolutely not. My other game is uh, one that was not on sale. When I looked it up, it was $9.99. But I definitely got it for $4.99. And it, it was Ro- Roller Coaster Tycoon 2. <laughs> Which I believe was built in assembly. So, it, like, it runs... It, it is maybe uh, one of the most... Or one of the best optimized games Ever created. built in assembly? It was created in assembly. The entire game. What does that mean? Okay, that means something kind of silly, right? <laughs> so, in case the listener doesn't know, because I totally know what you're talking about. Assembly so. code is converted into executable machine code by a utility program referred to as an assembler. So, do you think they did that for any particular reason? or he, The guy who did it was insane. Um, I, I, probably not. That really should be the takeaway here. (laughs) I, I know it's really tedious and he probably didn't need to do that, but. Just wanted to. Yeah. Well, because of that, it runs really. Really old, right? Tycoon 2? Um, it's not, it's It's not not as old as you might think. Tycoon 2. That that game has been around for a long time. 2002? Oh, that's old. I think I also got this through Scholastic. Yeah, I don't think there's, there's. Probably no excuse then to be running an assembly other than being, you know, eccentric. Um, because there's definitely better stuff to be coding that in at the time. 
Yeah, better, an actual programming language. Better stuff. But not know. cooler. It's much more streamlined, but it is very tedious, and it is... I don't know. I don't know that much about it. I just know it's a pain in the ass. But very very much low-level programming software. How long did you play it for? Um, about six hours. <laughs> what was the funniest thing that happened? Well... Don't they have... Okay. Like... I'm including a, 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 a time... Uh, I'm telling a story. Well... I'm, I'm, there's a different time I played it too because I actually bought this game years ago. In 2018, I remember building a whole world. This was when I went on vacation uh, with my dad and uh, his girlfriend's family, and my sister came along too. And one of the days, we just stayed in the hotel room and played Roller Coaster Tycoon 2 on my laptop, and we made a world called Musk World. Uh, Musk Musk World. world. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, uh, in homage, if you will, to Elon Musk. Ironically, a lot of the facts of uh, different things weren't as uh, well known, but our park absolutely did run just with rolling debt. Um, <laughs> and I had my most popular ride was uh, one of those things where it's like, uh, oh God, just the, the really tall singular structure and the like power tower like type yeah. stuff right where it just goes up and falls yep. down yeah one of those but <laughs> mine kept broken breaking because i uh built it a little higher than i should have so i would say about once a month <laughs> in park time the the ride would go up it would it would blast off. It was it was rocket uh, themed again. Another ironic um, coincidence, <laughs> but it would just go up and then pop right off the top. Kill <laughs> a bunch of people. Um, oh boy! This time around though, uh, we did the there was like a castle themed theme park, and uh, I forget what you were supposed to, like, the goal that you are supposed to have by the end of it. But it was basically, we did a bunch of advertising. Oh, that's what it was. It was to get a, as as many people. So the challenge of this game was to just get, or this. So one of the things you could do in Roller Coaster Tycoon 2 is you can just, like, accept a challenge. You'll be given a pre-built park, and you can, like, make changes to it, right? But you have to stay within the parameters of, like, what the goal is. So it's like, I needed to have X amount of guests within, like, three years. And we ended up just doing a bunch of different, like, advertising and vouchers for that. But the specific park was castle-themed. So there was in, uh, uh, around the park itself, like, a big wall, right? Uh-huh. And, like, you could get up on top, kind of like Attack on Titan, right, type walls. Oh, my God. <laughs> and people would go up there. There's nothing up there, by the uh-huh. way. But you could get up there. So people would go up there and just wander around for hours. Which did suit the purpose uh, that we were trying to get, which was just people in the park. Oh, exactly. so people just in the park. like, yeah, more space for them to just kind of fill into. But our ratings tanked because people kept getting lost, not being able Maybe. to find a restroom, not oh, being God. able to leave because they kept wandering around all the walls and not yeah. getting on rides and stuff. <laughs> and we also started to have a little bit of a debt problem because of that. At some point, it's the audience that are, uh, you know... It's their own fault for that one. <laughs> They're having a bad time because they got trapped in like a crab crush on the top of the fucking wall. No, they were just walking around. It was like it was like busy, right? Like it was it was like crowded up there, but like not the main attraction. Why are you going up there? They like walk up there. See other people up and there, and then it'd no? be like, "I'm hungry. There's no food up here." It's like, no shit. There's no food up there. <laughs> Follow the freaking signs. Um, we did uh, charge people $5 to use restrooms. 
Oh my <laughs> god. And we got an uh, uh oh okay, so maybe maybe it was a little on us because there was a map station we had to that we charged people fifty cents for a map. But the the bathrooms <laughs> were also uh five dollars. So anyone who ran out of money was A unhappy because they couldn't use the bathroom <laughs> and B unhappy because they could not afford a map to figure out how to leave the park. <laughs> so that might be why we had so many people up on the walls. We had to at one point just like get rid of uh the access way to get up there and hand pick people off the top and put them <laughs> down um and that's that ended up fixing it can't just remove the stairs while you're not open um 24 7 theme park yeah well yeah that's insane <laughs> gotta pay off that debt i don't think the day switch over i think it's just constant wait maybe that's why <laughs> nobody comes park. to collect on your debt oh they will come to collect yeah. If you are in too much red too long, you'll just end up failing the challenge. So you really got to balance that out. Uh, the bathroom was a scheme of trying to pad that a little bit. Um, but also we had really nickel long nickel and lines. diming people. You're charging $5 for a bathroom. That just a bathroom. Just a bathroom. We gave, immediately look, fail you the challenge. We gave out so many vouchers for rides. It's Did you give fine. out vouchers for bathrooms? No, well, that's not an option in the game. It was yeah, built in assembly. <laughs> <laughs> I had a fun time with it. Oh, we built really long lines for some of the rides, too, that just ended up being the thing. Uh, so then at least if people weren't happy, they'd end up getting on the ride and getting through and then being able to like exit the park if they needed to. And that just got destroyed with people like getting sick or like throwing trash on the ground. At one point, our benches were starting to get vandalized. Uh, we had to hire uh, seven specific, specifically uh, seven like handyman slash like janitor like type people, and yeah. just all assign them to cleaning. And usually they would only they wouldn't make it out of like a single pathway. <laughs> mm. I had one of those games for the PlayStation One, like the original PlayStation. I don't remember if it was Roller Coaster Tycoon, but it was. It might have been made by the people who make The Sims. Oh, okay. I don't remember exactly what it's called, though, but it's like the similar, pretty much similar experience. I know there's two different it's franchises that do, um, like, roller coaster stuff. Yeah. What is the new one? There's, like, I think Planet Coaster is a popular one recently. I had a roommate up in Lansing that really liked playing that and was really excited when Planet Zoo came out. Although I'm less excited about Planet Zoo. Didn't City Skylines yeah. 2 come out? I hope soon. That's coming soon, right? I don't love all I sim never games, played it. but some sim games, sweet spot. It is really cool though how you can click on individual guests, see what the how much money they have, see what they're thinking, um, see what they've just done, the amount of metrics that you get on the park, and like like how I I, I feel like it, it seems like that would be daunting, but it's not. It's actually like kind of yeah. really fun to interact with. City Skylines Two is coming out on the twenty fourth. Of this month? Yeah. That's soon. That's real soon. That's when my car payments do. <laughs> That's nine days. Uh, whoops. Not to date the episode. It was too late. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, can we uh, cut that? Wow, I, I'm really glad City Skylines just came out. I really enjoyed playing this game, guys. <laughs> Hold on, wait. Oh, it's it's out. Uh, yeah, wild, isn't it? <laughs> Um, okay, okay. We've, we've got two to choose from then, depending on when this comes out. So yeah, nine ninety nine 
Oh, what was... Oh, I was talking about... I, I also want to say I think the, the graphics are really fun. They're, like, nostalgic. They're not good, kind of pixelated, but it doesn't, like, make well, it's 2002. the game bad. It has a lot of nostalgia for me, and I kind of like it. It's almost... I treat it more... or I, It seems more like a aesthetic choice, and I'm glad that it felt that way. Um, I did have it crash one time, which was probably not the best, but, hey, real old game, mm. really weirdly built. So if you can get it for $5 or less, I would absolutely recommend it. I'd recommend it at the $9 price tag, too. I think it's called Triple Thrills Pack or something like that on Steam. Um, but it's good. That and Building of Cats. I really like Yeah, the one that I had was Sim Theme Park. Sim Theme Park? So I guess... Do-do-do-do. Yeah, it was the people who made the Sims. It was pretty funny. I'll have to try that one. Hmm. Well, it's old now. I don't know if they ever made another one. It's fine if it's old. If rides do break and it does like like pieces go into a crowd, you do see like a. Wait, really? Yeah, very visceral. But while they <laughs> managed fun. that in two thousand two, it's good. Gruesome. Uh, it's not like gory, but like yeah. you just see the little people from a. a... <laughs> Sounds All like right. they had a very specific vision for this game. I'm really upset I couldn't do I Spy Spooky Mansion. Uh, that would have been so good. I would have had a ball getting to learn what the rest of the game is like because I was an idiot as an elementary school student. I could not get anywhere in that game. I only remember Oregon Trail. Oh my god. I, That's all I remember from childhood. Oregon I could Trail. not figure school that game games. out either. I just failed at it. Yeah. Well, I, think I didn't know how to do it. I didn't really win. <laughs> it was rare. No, I, th- I think as an adult, I would kill at Oregon Trail. I don't know. <laughs> I guarantee it. I no, I couldn't figure out what hey, I was supposed Jim to be doing Bob's next. going to get bit by a snake. You know, there's nothing you can do about it. I did, oh, Look, I didn't get that far. I'd make <laughs> it to, like, the, the first <laughs> city. You died getting You'd onto like, the wagon. reach a river, and then just click the option of, I don't know, let's just, let's just push on through. Oh, whole family's gone. Gone yeah. with the waves. Yeah, pretty much. That was a frustrating game for me. Yeah. That's kind of designed that way. Oh, how much is Oregon Trail? Oregon Trail? Yeah. I own that. How much is it? Is that, uh, is that Would that work? It is spooky season. I bought it a long time ago. I don't know. Hold on, I have it on my Vita. It can't be more than like five or ten duck bucks. Oh, I don't want Game Center. I want Steam. It's pretty entertaining. Oh, speaking of spooky season, another one of the contenders that I considered... I will still recommend, though, it's not going to be the one I'm talking about, because there's just not enough content, despite there being, you know, a gazillion fucking levels. Uh, Blood and Bacon gets a little spooky. Oregon Trail Director's Cut. That is the zombie one, Oregon Trail. Yeah. You know, or- Oregon Trail with zombies. Never heard of um, Oregon Trail. It's like Oregon Trail, but a zombie apocalypse. Um... So you get it, it is yeah. four ninety nine right now. If you already own it, Oregon Trail Final Cut Expansion is also four ninety nine. So haven't that fun game. Haven't played it. Have watched people play it. Definitely enjoy it. It's a fun experience. Jack, you? No, you want Jack wants to go last. Jack wants um, to go last. I'll go second, actually. You, I could go second if you want me to. I I already know what June's game is. Well. Actually, yeah, June, you already know what June's game is. No, I don't. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so. Once what? I'm... I'd like to mention another honorable mention first, because I came really close to this. Uh, Guns of Icarus, because that is $5, but 
it's a multiplayer game, so I went to check what the uh, concurrent players were, and it was one a day. One on a Steam, day. One a day. And I was like, I have to play the game before being able to record an episode on it. Do you think it's the same person? <laughs> I hope so. Just going out to PvE and commanding their little computer-controlled <laughs> goons around. And so I figured, well, either I'm going to make that guy's day, or I could just cut my losses on this one. So I went back to the one that I kept, like, considering, which was Ubermosh. Ubermosh is a series of twin-stick shooters that are all basically the same game, but with massive improvements made... Or, improvements made between each iteration and it's gone up to like eight games but in the time i spent preparing for this episode i uh went through six of them which also caught me up to where Jeez. i left off when i last tried playing the series someone i knew was really into them and when i got into it santa side i think is what's called was the latest one yeah santa side so santa side yeah or santa side might be it I might have misspelled that. My well, Santa side makes it sound like you're killing Santa Claus. Yeah, it does. That's why I'm questioning it. Let me, uh, let me just uh, pull up my library here. Yeah, there's no I after the A. There's an I after the T. Santa side. Huh. So yeah, it goes Ubermosh, Ubermosh Black, Ubermosh Three, Ubermosh Wraith, Ubermosh Five, Ubermosh Santa side, Ubermosh Seven, and then Ubermosh Omega, I believe. Now, I've never touched Omega, but I'm kind of looking forward to that one because I hear that in Omega, they start running into sprite count problems. And that is one of the things that's limited it from going into any further Uberosh. And that's the pinnacle of Uberosh. It is the end of Uberosh. So I'm working my way up to there. Uberosh starts really simple, right? You've got a sword. You can bounce bullets back. And if you kill an enemy, you can pick up their gun. And shoot with it and enemies die in one hit and by default you've got four lives to take hits and there's i don't think there's any iframes i never really ran into an iframe problem what's an iframe oh uh when you're invulnerable for a couple of frames it's that in a lot of games if you take damage it'll make it so you're invulnerable for a moment so you don't like take damage like five times if you get hit by a spray of bullets but Ubermosh, you just kind of die sometimes. It's not even fair a lot of the times. Like Elden Ring. <laughs> oh, you probably have some stuff to eat. We should talk about Elden, Elden Ring. Ring. Another day. Another day. Another, another time. Day. So Ubermosh 1 starts off pretty simple. You're in like a pit that's full of a bunch of different walls and stuff that you have to navigate around. And you can't go outside of this little extraction zone barrier. Otherwise you lose. You can't get hit four times. Otherwise you lose. And you just have to kill people for 90 seconds. And you want to aim for getting at least 200. But to be perfectly honest, if you're making it to the 90 second point, you're probably killing well over that amount. Uh, is there no story? There sort of is. But to be perfectly honest, I haven't pieced it together. There's like little pieces it makes about it. The main character is called the Saint of Blades. In theory, I think... It's like the character from a different game called Swarm Riders that is like a follow-up to that, but that one's also like a very minimalist sort of arcade twin-stick shooter. And I don't know if that one had any story going for it, so, so I'm not sure if the two being connected is very important. <clears throat> yeah, uh, all these games are developed by the same guy who actually has all of his games in like one massive like $10 pack called uh, Walter 
Machado. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, to be perfectly honest. Mm. But he's very active in forums. Uh, this series has kind of been built upon him just kind of like talking to people in forums, getting really good feedback, and just adding things on to the next one. Uh, I've been ranting a lot about it. Uber. What's Beautiful. the best part of Uber? Wait, Uber Mosh? Uber Mosh. Uber Mosh. Does it say that on the title screen? Uh, Uber Mosh. It might on some. Oh. To be perfectly honest, the title screens go really fucking hard. The first one's really nice because, uh, or I should probably answer your question first before I get into the title screens. I forgot my question. Oh. What's the best part about it? The viscerality of it. Oh, yeah. Uh, the game is so fast-paced, and you die to such, such just, like, random bullshit of a bullet coming out of nowhere and just dinging you in the back of the head, that just, like, getting good at it and being able to just, like, charge into a crowd of enemies and just, like, turn them into a bunch of multicolored splatters across your entire screen so quickly. It's like a power fantasy baked <clears throat> into such, like, a small and raw game that I love it. See, it's like Hotline Miami? Is it like... It's very Hotline Miami core and how the enemies work. I... Bullets are slightly slower so that you can knock them back with your sword, but even that is inconsistent because it's... If you try to play Ubermosh only deflecting bullets, it gets really difficult. That's why I don't play. There's a couple different classes you can choose from. I don't do Kensei. You're insane if you do Kensei. Not necessarily good, but... You might have something wrong with you if you choose Kensei. If you choose Kensei, you might have built a game in assembly. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's the takeaway. Um, you know what this looks like that I almost ended up doing? What? Vampire Survivors. I was going to say, is it like Vampire Survivors or something style? But you said twin stick shooters, so that kind of answers the question. It's only Vampire Survivors core in that you're like dodging so many bullets and enemies at any given time, and then you're like... It is built around managing hordes. Um, well, managing hordes? Kind of. It spawns a shit ton of enemies. Oh, you mean like... You. Okay. I yeah. thought you meant like you had your own horde to manage. No, 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 no. That would be cool, though. The first game, it's much less enemies in, though, but, like, when it gets later, the waves get really fucking big. And they and in future games, they actually zoom the screen out a bit. Uh, as one of their design choices to make it a little bit easier to handle. I like games like that, usually, yeah. just to kill some time. It's a really good time killer. It's got a very long list of achievements to try and grind through. Or, not too long, but difficult achievements to grind through. Yeah. I also thought about doing Angry Birds. Angry oh Birds? Oh my gosh. Oh, come for on. The, for the meme, for you the meme. come to me with Angry Birds. <laughs> you want to... Vanished. Wanna... Which Ubermosh do you have playing there? Was that five? This is Santicide. That's Santicide. Santicide. Yeah. Santicide is interesting. Honestly, it kind of looks like Vampire Survivors to me. Santicide is basically five. There's a ton of games like that. It's just Vampire Survivors got popular. This one should have got a lot more popular. I have one called Magic Survival that I play on my phone. It's like the same concept, basically. Mm. Is it Magic the Gathering themed? No, you're just like a little wizard dude. Oh my god, you know what I realized the other day? This is a wild tangent, but about magic. When I was going through my, like, game list, I realized that Magic Duels is still listed there, which is a defunct, uh, like, game that was supposed to be, like, a Magic Online type of deal before Magic Arena was a thing, and it's basically Magic Arena. It was supposed to be around for five years, but existed for two years before they, like, 
turned it into Abandonware and just finished their development on Arena. I, I went to the store page and it is wild that people are still like making genuine comments on it. So I want to try <laughs> installing it and see if it works. But like, I mean, someone commented Arena like a month perfect. ago, like a month ago, when this has been Abandonware for like six years, that they should add an all chat into the game. Oh god. Yeah, that one gets to me. <laughs> they should though. If you're playing Commander, that would be pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but the game's supposed to be dead, so why so unless it's a joke. Literally, when you go to the store page, it says like How many people are playing? Magic Duels is no longer available on Steam Store. But if you already What are these it, people doing? It's probably Oh my Hold up, four hundred four hours on record. <clears throat> they just never four hours. Two hundred at review time in twenty eighteen, which means they played two hundred more hours. Twenty eighteen now, but it has been on Steam since uh, twenty seventeen. I I had a game for my phone that was just through Forge that was for Magic stuff. I did. Anyway, that's that's been my little tangent. Unsolved mystery. Magic duels. Maybe we should do a Magic duels episode. Who knows. Just play some magic for a couple I hours. I haven't done magic no, together in I'll stream some magic duels. That's what I gotta do. You know, I definitely Speaking like... of magic, well... Go ahead. Never mind. A magic... Together? No. I don't know. We can cut this, but... Did you see the new cantrip stuff for D&D? No, I didn't. Well, for, they're like, changing some of the cantrips, how they work and stuff. Really? Yeah. For D&D 1? Like, or, uh, Bone five? Chill. Some of them are a lot stronger... And then, like, the one uh, that keeps people from dying, it's no longer a touch spell, it's ranged. Um, what? Spare the dying? Yeah. That's literally a class There's some feature. other stuff, too. I forgot exactly what it was, but... Grave domain? Death domain? Something like that? I'm the grave. Grave. Well, okay. Um, I'm pretty sure they get to have a range on that one. I'm pretty sure I've Did had Did you a... hear of, like, the Bastion stuff? Bastion stuff? It's Overwatch basically Bastion. I almost did Overwatch 2, considering the fact <laughs> no, that I Overwatch. bought Overwatch 1. For D&D. <laughs> no, it's I mean for It's basically, like, uh, new rules for, like, owning property and a bunch of extra stuff they added. Ooh. Because they're coming out with the new uh, DM's Guide and Player's Handbook for 2024. So, domain stuff. Wait, is it is it for d Is it for... What's the new one called? 1? It's, D&D 1? That's just, like, the playtest. That's what they call the playtest material, but um, I, they're like re-releasing they the books. Oh, okay. With updated content and stuff. So. D&D next, okay. next. When are we going to play Witcher? When are we going to play Witcher? Wait, are you talking about the tabletop? Well, yeah, the tabletop. I don't know. Hmm. Look out for that, listener. It's a really good system. Never have I played a system where I've enjoyed being a peasant more. Yeah, true. I love it. All right. Okay. All right. Let, my let, turn. let me... Let me finish up on... Oh, yeah, finish up yours. So... Was that just the first Dubermosh? Yeah, I was just getting into the first Dubermosh. But when you move on to the next oh. Dubermoshes, every one of them adds something in. So in the first one, you only have your sword and whatever gun you pick up. On the next one, it adds in the Brain Clap, which is basically just brain a clap. wave of damage that goes out from you. Brain... As, like, clap? Oh, okay. So long as you hit, I think it's 50 kills... It will send the wave of bullets out, and it clears some area around you, gives you some breathing room. Clapping but brains. this means that the amount of people you're killing in a short period of time makes survival easier. Uh, in Ubermash 1, basically, the way you beat it is you just, like, run horizontally because enemies shooting from you vertically is way more da- uh, 
dangerous than horizontal because you've got less time to react because your screen's a rectangle, right? So you just kind of like, just try not to be slowed down, not encircled, and move very, very quickly. This kind of makes it so that if you see a big group of enemies, you take the time to try and shoot them because, well, not only is it affecting your score, but the brain clap coming sooner is going to have less spawns in total in like your area. So I love this game design decision. I think it's actually what makes Ubermosh so fun. Uh, because every time that I see like five guys standing within an inch of each other, my brain just immediately goes on kill mode. I need to obliterate any group that's grouped up like that. And it goes hand-in-hand -hand with some other things because they've got, uh, in the third game, they take away walls, which I think is a great decision because now it just means I get to move with no regard for, like, how I'm moving. I can just focus on killing the whole time. But they added this, like, electric bolt thing that happens every three seconds that is really nice because it means you can kind of combo it into a brain clap. If you just like sweep it over an area of enemies, right? Like it's it's more fun than this. Trust me. Wait, 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 wait. Which one did they add the? The third one adds in the brain clapping. Second one adds brain clap. Third one adds mana strike, which is the like beam of electricity. And there's another beam that gets added in in the fifth one. What does the fourth one add? What do you mean another beam? How's this one different? Why are they this one's beam? different because it's actually only happens twice per run because it's on a timer. Well, I mean, the first the one's on a six second timer. This one's like the Melta beam is active much longer and you can just kind of spin your control and just like hit everything on your screen. It's almost like a stronger brain clap that in turn causes more brain claps to happen. So I think you can mm -hmm. see how like the psychic abilities of the game combo together to like allow you to clear enemies around you way more efficiently if you like think about why actions you're taking. I have a question. Shoot. So each Ubermash game adds another ability. It adds more mechanics onto the player and adds more mechanics on enemies and sometimes takes things away like taking the walls away and taking cover away. Why wouldn't you just start with the most recent Ubermash? Okay, so I think genuinely <laughs> Ubermosh 5 is the easiest one I've played because that one is the case of uh, the balance being entirely towards the player. Whenever the enemies are made stronger the, and the player is made stronger, the balance of it changes. And you can find different personalities in each game based on where the balance lies. 5 is the only one where I actually play the... Uh, God, there's one that makes it so the brain claps happen more often, but you have half your health when you go in. Uh, because it's the only one where I feel like I can get away with that. So if I'm just trying to like go for the maximum score possible, I'll play five. But I really like how the walls feel in like the first two games. <laughs> because they do make me at times have to like consider my routing and how many enemies I'm leaving on one side of a wall. Mm, routing's and important. Ratting's very important. And because, like, you can only be killing so many people per second, you can only be, like, clicking in so many areas. Because, like, my brain's only so quick, I can only do so much bloodshed. So I have to do it the most efficient way to, like, avoid danger, you know? And I think yeah. the walls add something onto that. I do highly prefer, <clears throat> like, two Great. over one. I think two is called Ubermosh Black. I think, like... Ubermosh Pro. I think there's, like, some merit to, like, playing 
Ubermash XL. Three over four. I'm not. I'm not giving this a response because uh, there's these really fucking annoying shield guys. And before you get absurdly strong in the fifth one, Uber Ubermash. Uber Ubermash. Now there's an idea. Ubermash pit. Uber exert. Uber exert. Uber eats. No, I think we. I think we've peaked at Uber exert. Hmm. Well, it, it could be Uber Mosh XXX. Huh. Uber XL. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Uber XL. God, why didn't they ever do that for Guilty Gear? X- Guilty Gear X- XL, XL is such a no-brainer. <laughs> <laughs> Make everyone play Potemkin. Sorry, I derailed you. No, I'm trying to think of where I was I'm just thinking about going. those five guys brain clapping. <laughs> <laughs> Coming too soon. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot to mention the big beam can be swapped out for a shield, but I don't think that's important. I think if you're taking the shield, you're a coward. Whoa, um, whoa, well, you won't play the class that gives you just word. a sword, but you'll only, you, you won't take the shield? I won't take the shield, of course not. I won't take the shield in Dead Cells, but I just hate the shield. I don't think it's fun. I was actually enjoying the shield while I was playing Dead Cells. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember playing Dead Cells very much, but I do remember liking the shield. It's all about, like, speed. If you're using the shield, you're, like, slowing down too much, I think. Mm, yeah, But when you slow down, you can make more decisive decisions. See, That's how I, I feel, feel like, like I try Elden to Ring. do that, and then I just get hit more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, if you can get the timing down, cool, cool, you know what I mean? But, like, mm-hmm. if I can just time my dodge effectively enough, then you don't need it. There's some merit to that. And you really have to, like, find a shield with, like, good abilities for it to, like, be worth it. Otherwise, just freezing an enemy and slashing it was much better. This is definitely my take on uh, Monster Hunter, because I can't imagine playing something other than Dual Blades at this point. I've enjoyed having that dodge for too long. I haven't played Monster Hunter. Oh, Dual Blades get to have a really, really, really fun dodge, because it doesn't, like, take very long to do, and sends you pretty far, so you can just kind of, like dodge and then immediately be attacking again so you're not like losing out on time by being defensive hmm. it also just looks <clears throat> so fucking cool going back to ubermash who's I like the... charge blade and in and... <laughs> oh you would like charge blade yeah play some rise with me i've been getting into that one i have yeah. turned my opinion around on it i don't have enough time commitment for monster hunter <clears throat> damn well i'm gonna be playing Baldur's skate mm, yeah, tell me finally. if you need another well, I played it with y'all before. Early access. In early access, yes. <laughs> I do need to play through it to be able to do an episode on it. So, I feel you know. like I need... Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. I feel like I want someone else to play it with, but nobody I knew it. had it. I don't I'll know play if it's crossplay. I played it mostly on PS5. That makes sense. I didn't know it came out on consoles. Yeah, hmm. just PS5. But I bought it for Maybe my sister Xbox, recently. Like so one way or another, it. I will be completing One way or another... Well, I'll play with you if I can. <laughs> You're doing Starfield right now. Yeah, slowly. Very slowly. I think I'm running out of things to say Overwatch, to be honest. They, like, changed the <laughs> game after Santa Side to be, like, class-focused, I guess. Uh, it's like a character select screen instead of just like modifier character ah. oh one thing i could say if there ever is another uber rush bring back the color changing in the menu screen it was only an uber rush one and made it so that like if you get a certain amount of kills in a run it changes the color of your armor in the menu screen and in a mat or like when you actually go into fight and like that was a cool aspect of it and may it change to gold if you get all the achievements yeah i like that bring that uber back. Rush guy if you're listening 
Yeah, Ubermosh guy. Walter, I think, was his name. Walter. Yeah. Santa side. Santa side. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Oh, we could Santa. do a cool seasonal version of Ubermash. Oh my god. No, you will not tarnish the aesthetic. The aesthetic is amazing. Ubermash I didn't even mention the aesthetic. Ubermash's music inspires the whole thing. It's all really fucking industrial and it goes into these like oversaturated colors that are like. It's beautiful. 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 Stunning. Stunning, even. I'm going to remake Ubermash in Fortnite. <laughs> I, I will commit murder every once in a while you discover a crime in your life that is worthwhile just committing your entire life to a prison cell for and killing you for making Ubermosh in Fortnite wow what's that book is that purpose you're willing to go lame as a raw on, on, on me yes. making Ubermosh in Fortnite yes you'll dedicate your life to tracking me down and I'm fine me. with it Kill you and then myself, in fact. What about Roblox? Oh, boy. Oh, God. Is that worse? So what you're saying is Ubermosh worth the $5. Ubermosh, you can buy the entire Ubermosh series for $5. And if you actually grind it out and try to, like, beat every game with every class in every game, it is easily so many hours of gameplay. And it is so fun. It is something that will stick with you, and it will it unreversibly alter your perspective on game design because it is so simple, but it achieves so much in its simplicity. I believe you. Really? Yeah. Oh shit! Are play you some Ubermosh. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Also, the soundtrack fucking slaps. Every once in a while, I find my brain screaming the word Ubermosh. Mind slaps? Does Mind slaps. Does, does it? It does scream Ubermosh. Okay. Okay. Is that part of... What? It's part of the background music, I think. Like, at the start of one of the songs. The background music <laughs> like usually gets, like, combat. randomized which one it goes to <laughs> when you start playing like all the games. I'd like to imagine it. I don't think it's the... I think there's a game where he used his music even better, but he, does, he uses music really well in his games. There's this one, like, maze game where the whole point of it is you get spawned in the middle of a screen and you're surrounded by moving obstacles and you have to find your way to the end of the screen and then it spawns you in the next room at the middle and you have to do that a hundred times. Every single time you do it, it, like, has this jarring shift to another song that's, like, genre-wise very similar in the soundtrack, but, like, because the tone has shifted, like, as the screen shifts, like, immediately snappy you just kind of feel like this spurt of adrenaline as you go into the next, like, scene. But that, that, that is a different game I'm talking about. I shouldn't be talking about that. That's, uh, To the Vinelands or something like that. I forget its name. Basically, <clears throat> he makes good games. He makes good games! Is it my turn? It's your turn. It's your way. turn. Your turn. I'm, I'm actually really excited. I'm completely in the dark. About I what? know, right? chose well one of the games that i was looking at which mm. is on sale for less than five dollars but it's not actually five dollars mm. but it's called deep sky derelicts <gasps> it looks like darkest dungeon but in space yep and i know this game it looks awesome I know this one i attempted to play it and i fell asleep so okay <laughs> i made a squad of like some cool dudes and then i went to uh do a mission and then i fell asleep 
so I have nothing to say about it. No! But it looks amazing. Wait, how much was it? Three forty-five, I think. No. If you, was it on sale? It was on sale. Oh, hell. So I got not for long, only for a couple more weeks. A couple more weeks. You heard, go go get go get this game. Well, I don't know if we can. It's recommend. probably not going to be on sale by the time you hear this. But for three, whatever. It's a we bargain. should try, or maybe buy it not on sale. I don't know. That has been on my wish it list. It looks for a cool. Long ass time. Looks amazing. Is this like a darkest dungeon kind of thing? Yeah, it looks like darkest dungeon, but it's in space. Hold on, let me see. But they like go back. the they have really cool animations for fighting and stuff. Wow, that looks like darkest dungeon. Oh my gosh, <laughs> really? I thought yeah, it was I, more like the darkest dungeon. So I thought that looked like darkest dungeon. But too. it's slightly darker. It might even be the darkest. The darkness of space. You're not. You're t- so wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're telling me not one of us played a Danganronpa game. <laughs> how much, how Sorry, much do those cost? Is that five dollars? I, I, I don't know. All I know about those is to stay away. So you know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, <laughs> give me same. my spotlight. All right, the game I went with for four ninety nine, not on sale, was called Ravenous Devils. Ravenous Devils. Oh. Yeah. It's a. There's Davenous Rebels. It kind of looks like how like Fallout Shelter has that side view where you look in the uh, building, but there's three levels. But here, this is what the game is about. You're a husband and wife. And the husband is a tailor, and the wife is a baker. But she bakes all of her food with human meat. And so <gasps> the husband murders people he's measuring for to tailor them clothes. And he sends the body down to her, and she chops it up, serves it as food. It's really fucked so up. This is, so it's this really is a cra- Sweeney Todd type of yeah. scenario. Yeah, it's really crazy. I scrolled past this um, game while looking for stuff. I'm really happy you picked this. It, yeah, it's like it's one of those types of games where there's always something you have to be clicking on, so it like holds your attention for a long time, because you have to simultaneously like make clothes for him to sell, but also murder people, clean up the blood, and send it down the chute. At the same time, she has to be baking food and grinding the meat and serving it. So you're just constantly going from top floor to bottom floor, like back and forth, back and forth, and there's a pretty like weird story. Yeah, like you just straight up like stab and kill the people. Oh, they even do a shoot. Yeah, they said this it literally down is just Sweeney Todd the game. Yeah, but you just move to this new city and you're trying to like start your business and you start mm-hmm. getting these mysterious letters from some guy who claims to know about you. Oh, Johnny Depp but, also just moved to a new city to start. But he likes well, what you're no, doing and. City. He wants you to kill these like high profile people that he knows and he wants you to like he wants to have a banquet with all their dead bodies. What? He sends these really weird letters. Yeah, it's pretty weird, but you like expand your restaurant. You get like you start off just like putting food on the tray and people just grab it and buy it and then eventually you get tables so you have to serve them. You have to end up like hiring a kid to help you serve the food. But he can never go into the, the kitchen. What happens if he does? Well, he doesn't. Oh, he if just he does, he'll be fired. Oh. Quotes. Wait, you can kill kids in this game? No. Well, I don't think the game will let you. I don't I know. Uh, I haven't got that far. Well, what, get, this, what is, get this game to Carl. He's like a teenager. He's a teenager. 
What is, uh, <clears throat> what are y'all making with, uh, what, so what you, food? So you throw a body into the grinder and grind it into like a beef. And you can make pies at first and then it goes to like pies, hmm? burgers and sandwiches. Or you can, you buy a sausage grinder eventually and grind them up into sausage links. Oh. Sausage? And then there's a, a really steak table where you make that. steaks. I think you can get away with it putting gets a lot super of complicated. Into sausage links, so it's like... Because eventually you get the greenhouse unlocked, so then there's onions, <laughs> potatoes, eggs. Oh, it really hides that. Like, a whole bunch of different stuff. And it starts to get real hard, because the people who sit down at the tables, you have to, like, serve them to order. Okay. And so you can try and have some stuff made ahead of time, but you only get maximum of, like, three tables to set stuff down. So it's really, like... I, it's really chaotic. Wait, so if you take on too much too fast, you uh, it becomes really hard. I like that dichotomy of like the stressful like secret like situation, yeah. But then also having to juggle these tasks, and the bigger it gets, the harder it is to like keep like. You can only tell them to do about. one task at a time. So oh, each person. Like if the husband's killing someone, and you have to switch over to like make some food, you have to. Remember to switch back over so you can like jump the dump the body, clean up the blood. If you don't, are there like, uh, can you like, if if you're not like paying attention and being diligent, can you like miss good opportunities to kill people, or can people cut walk in and find well, the yeah, body if you before don't, you moved it? If you don't kill them, he just like measures them and then eventually they leave. Oh, so you'll run out of meat if you don't kill enough people. Okay, and then eventually you also have to use dead bodies for fertilizer for the garden. And so that spreads mm. your resources real thin. So it gets real complicated. I made it about halfway through the game, I think. Okay. What I would simply do... Maybe three-fourths. Were I in this situation... <laughs> of course. Okay, ...is I would also buy, Not like... Not go in the kitchen. <laughs> I, I would buy, like, normal, like, pork or something and have that be a backup for when I don't have human meat. Oh, no. They only serve it. <laughs> That's just the way they are. Huh. Look, somebody has it's to like be a, available um, to go to the store to buy Eighteen hundreds or well, like it's just early nineteen hundreds, right? like London or something. Ah, uh, so food isn't gonna keep. You need to. It's so funny. Well, it's terrible, but it's also funny. I'm sure people could tell if something was like killed fresh and then cooked fresh. People would wonder, well, you guys don't have, like, a slaughterhouse obviously, business built into this. if it was real life, you would have killed everyone in the town by now. Because mm. you're just literally killing, like, at it least five or six people a day. Yeah. Wait, how many people a day? At least five or six. You could go for quite a while. for <laughs> Industrial Revolution hit so. those cannibal cooks hard. They need to keep up with some ridiculous This numbers. is that, they're, like, the backstory is that they've already moved to two different towns because they've been caught. Oh, that's just what, what's so, your, that's just what you did. What's their mo- what you did back then? <laughs> Get caught for cannibalism. You just gotta, just gotta move. Yeah, different times. Different times. Um, what what's their motivation? Do they want money? Are they going for just they they just like killing? I think they it's just its own reward. Love what they do. Oh. Yeah, like oh. you're enjoying playing the game, right? <laughs> So think how much they're getting out of it. Yeah, kind of. I wish I could have some sort of shortcut so I didn't have to do it myself. <laughs> it's just like, you because, could watch someone play it. Well, I just oh, mean like in the game-wise, mechanically. 
Oh. It's like if there was, like, because you can hire the kid to help serve people, and that makes it slightly easier, but if I oh. had, like, one more assistant... Wow, serve people but the game both ways, doesn't that. it? Yeah, serve people. <laughs> serve people, oh. people. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty difficult. You basically, you get reputation by always serving everyone on time and not making them wait, and then... Once you get, like, all the different options and everything unlocked, it's really hard to keep up with that, so... Can you get caught? I haven't been caught, so I don't know. Oh, too good at it. Too good at it. Well, you have to clean up the blood or else you'll get caught, so I'm sure... Man knows how to manage a kitchen. I think that... (laughs) That is true. I don't know if it would be game over if you got caught, but it might... You might lose a lot of reputation points, because the person would obviously, like, run away or something, maybe... I like the idea that the murder isn't the difficult part. It's like the difficult part is keeping that garden going. For oh that my god. I wish I didn't get into the garden so fast. There is like a plant that you grow and you don't know what it is. And you have to keep putting fertilizer on it. Once it grows, it's just like um, one of those like big like talking like man-eating plants. Oh. And it, feed me Seymour. Yeah. It's Do you have like to feed that. people to it? No, it just says, like, really terrible jokes. Oh. I love that. <laughs> That's good. That's really good. And you, you like, you, you, what is that called? You streamlined that process, yeah? You, like, <laughs> gotta get the, the big talking plant. Yeah, I didn't know what it was gonna be, so I wasted a lot of material on it. When can we get the talking plant I would have the done the You can get a cat that's just down in, like, the dungeon <gasps> kitchen. Wait, why didn't you tell me? Sorry. <laughs> The most important part, the pet cat. What's the you cat You can do? pet it. <gasps> That's it. That's it. You should have led with it, been like, hey, by the way, so guys, I'm going to be talking about this, like, cannibalism kitchen game where you murder, like, 50 people and feed yeah, yeah, them all yeah, yeah. to, like, their potentially their family members. The important thing is, there's this cat in the game that you can pet, <gasps> and that that's the game. Yeah. Good game. So... It keeps you busy, keeps you engaged, because there's always something to do. Kind of like Cult of the Lamb, or oh. uh, I don't know any other... Well, I, like I can't think of any other games like that. I think the only thing that... Actually, I don't even know if that's the same. That's kind of just like a sim. You like set it up and let it go, but I was going to say Fallout Shelter. Well, sort of, but Fallout Shelter is kind of similar, but you don't... Yeah, that one... There's you... always something to like keep up on. I feel like this sh- doesn't have as many rooms, but it has a lot more going on, so it's a lot. And you can only click one thing at a time, so yep, it's pretty crazy. Nice, worth the five dollars. I think, I think so. If you don't mind, like really gruesome uh, stuff, because you're just constantly murdering people, and it's pretty gruesome watching her grind up a body into some meat. Well, but I'm intrigued is- in the story now, though. Because this guy is basically blackmailing you, but he wants you to save these people so he can have this feast. And the... he wants you to kill his best friend so he can, like, become one with him by eating his body. Oh, my God. So then you don't really feel like the villain as much as whoever this other guy is. <laughs> Even what are you doing... talking about? You would be being blackmailed if you didn't eat Yeah, people. but it kind of puts it onto the next guy. Like, wow. No, it doesn't. It does. <laughs> yeah, why? Well, no, I agree. No, just skip town. I agree. Do you know? Do do what you love. Never do it for free. He always knows where you are, though. He he knows about the last two towns you came from. You might not know, know about the next town. I'm intrigued to find out who he is. All I'm saying is explore some other options. You know. So I probably he, will. He's the free cannibal. He's the boy you hired. 
No. Oh. It's just an innocent boy mm. who was uh, the assistant to the first, like, big guy that you had to murder uh, as per request of the mysterious man. Oh. Uh. He's just like, oh, he must, have, he must have got mad at me, so he must have just left and fired me. So now I have no job. And you're like, well, you can have a job here, even though you're the one that murdered him. Hey, Jack, have you ever watched Sweeney Todd? No. Do you want to? No. I, I think I think it, you would get a lot out of it. I don't like musicals. Game. I want to watch Sweeney Todd. Yeah? Have you never watched it? Musicals, in my like opinion, musicals. aren't good. But I think it's a very I fun like movie them? to watch. I don't know. I, yeah, I engage with them. <laughs> I probably won't watch it. Oh, sorry. It's Johnny Depp. Not even to watch I'm it with the, me and Dom. I'm not a big fan of Johnny And I think Depp. Helena Bonham Carter? I don't remember. I don't care. It's literally just the game that you're playing is entirely based off of this. It's very similar, yeah. More than similar. Or, well, yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> it's pretty much the same thing. I like it. I think yours is the most in... in season game right now. The yeah, it's pretty spooky. Game. I like that. I do want to watch me Todd. I've never seen it before. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'll make you watch it then. At some point. Uh, it seems some cool. Very I, soon. I do like the theme of the game being mixed with um, the like resource management atmosphere and it getting stressful to like juggle all these balls and keep it going without like Juggle all the Just balls. Just can't seem to juggle all these balls, can mm. you, Noah? I can't. If only you could mind clap them. <laughs> well, you're constantly doing one task here. Like, I wish it would come faster. And, uh, yeah. There's a lot of interesting games that were like $5 or less. There are a lot of good ones. We should do another. I am very excited to, you know, actually put a little bit of something behind this. Because I, I, I don't... I feel like I kind of phoned it in this time. Oh, I know what game I'm going <laughs> to we'll do. Have more. This is just the first edition of Bargain Bin. Bargain Bin. Bargain, Bargain Bin. Bin. Oh my god, House Flipper is two forty nine right now. Oh boy. If I have time to work on it, there's a, there is a boomer shooter that I want to do for my next one. It's like four ninety nine. Well, that'll probably be after a few more like main episodes. Mm. Hopefully. Or not, I don't know. We don't do want to do two bargain bins in a no, row. No, we can't do two in a row. We gotta do a real man episode. Yeah. Real yeah. manly episode. Well, I am playing Red Dead 2 right now, so that lines oh. up. Howdy, partner. I've been debating on buying all it. That. What? I'm debating on buying it, but there's too much stuff I gotta finish. I never finished that game, though. It goes on sale pretty often. I know. It there's is just, a game. I know I'll take so much time on it. I spent like hours just running around the map in that game just because. Like not with any goal in mind other than just reach all the corners of the map. Bargain bin! Well, that's all I have to say about my bargain bin. How do we close a bargain bin off? How do we close the bargain? One does not simply close the bargain bin. Well, we should absolutely uh, do a little bit of housekeeping and... Once again, remind our viewers to, uh, as you know, just make it known that uh, how excited we all uh, are for Constantine too. We <laughs> hey, should just now that I've finished that Baldur's again. Gate. Uh huh. 
life can continue again. Mm. Uh, we should do a Baldur's Gate episode. We will do a Baldur's Gate episode. Now that we're all alive again, remember to, you know, like, comment, subscribe, hit that bell. Um, <laughs> Follow us at Rogue's Nerdery. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. we okay. On Instagram. Tell other people about Rogue's Nerdery. Follow us on Spotify, Amazon, Pandora. We have Make a sure to spread the word. Pandora Everyone following. should know about us. Oh, uh, we um, got vote. shirts. Um, no. Just for us, though. Uh, yeah. not, not not for you. If you are interested in that, then we're join Rogue's know, Nerdery. Become a host if you want Rogue's it's Nerdery. It's in progress. Because... It's something we're looking at. Mm-hmm. I just thought it'd be funny to beat the line <laughs> and then immediately caveat. Email us at roguesnerdery at gmail.com. Be the first person to email us. Yeah, we're still waiting on tell, mm. t- yeah, well, t- just do not, do not mention hots, and um, you're you're fine. <laughs> we will read it. You mention hots, please leave an address. I've got some words to have with you. Unless it's good things you said about hots, then like you're fine. But even then, I want to know more about you so that we can play some hots. Well, anyways, that's, Wait, what that's, else uh, oh. that's it for our bargain bin. That's it for bargain Until bin. Until next time. This has been Rogue's Nerdery. This has been Rogue's this Nerdery. This has been Rogue's Nerdery. Deep into the tundras of Australia. <laughs>